0: All right, what it do, what it do with your girl DJ Raya X in the motherfucking building, you dig? And it with the Raya X show. And today I have Mr. Piff Mags himself. How you doing?
1: You? I'm doing good. How you doing out there? I'm
0: doing great. I'm doing great.
1: That's what's up. Yes. Another, another beautiful day, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No time to waste, you know? So, um absolutely yes so talk to me about your movement like what inspired you to um start Piff?
1: well honestly what inspired me to get started with everything that I'm doing nowadays is that I came from like you know like most of us right yeah I came from a negative a negative past you know what I'm saying and, and, and a dark right. upbringing or whatever you want to call it so for me, in my neighborhood, like, majority of us out there, all we really knew about was selling drugs and, you know what I'm saying, getting in trouble, pretty much. That's, that's pretty much what the basis of our lifetime, you know, during adolescent years and getting early adulthood. And, um, right. you know, I, I spent a couple of my years of my life bouncing back and forth and back and forth to jail and, you know, just doing that whole repeat cycle. I just woke up one day and I realized, like, you know what? I want something better for myself and my life you know what I mean right then I I have my kids you know that really altered my whole life and kind of gave me a reason to live and pull me out the streets and I said you know I gotta do something I gotta do something to to turn this thing around and change my whole mentality and hopefully offer my people you know something positive to look forward to like a little escape or a way out and um you know this was right around the time that Trayvon Martin got killed, you know, back in 2012, right, and so yeah. we just started forming something, started putting something together, and we started saying, like, you know, what we're gonna be, we're gonna be the voice of the unheard, you know what I'm saying, the voice of the underground, to those people that's out there that got the talent, you know, got the potential, but just don't know where to go for exposure, we're gonna offer them that, and we started right. the whole thing, and you know, before you knew it, woke up and it was just taking off like a wildfire.
0: Wow. So, so how long have you had um, Pit for?
1: Well, this year, this December, December 26th will be our 10 year anniversary.
0: 10 years.
2: Mhm.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> do you have any, um, new things you're going to be doing this year?
1: I mean, yeah, like, we was gonna really wait until, until early, until, like, first quarter of next year to get things launching, but, you know, we already been off the scene for so long with dealing with COVID and everything. Right. Now that things are starting to kind of, like, normalize a little bit, my people was just like, right. really not. don't wait, don't wait until next year, it was like. Let's just get flowing right now. If we don't got everything 100%, just, just get something in the air because everything else going to fall in place, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we actually looking to relaunch everything next month. Um, we're working right now on uh, pulling together our first relaunch issue, which is going to be the Unity issue. And we got a couple events coming up. We got like two events coming up um, over these next two months. So, okay. June 24th, we're doing a release party. And then July 30th, we're doing a talent showcase. Um, we're gonna have a lot of people out there for that. We got Oscar Black coming in, was a, you know, a Connecticut legend on the hip-hop, underground hip-hop scene. And um, we're actually working on, well, I'm working on releasing my life story. So I'm putting that book together right now. I'm on like chapter three right now. Everybody been in my audience, been asking for that. They want to know my story. Cause they're like, you sit here for all these years, You've been telling everybody else a story, but what's, what's your story? You know what I'm saying? What, what, are, what are you about? Why'd you start it? So I'm like, all right. So, you know, I was telling before, them before, it wasn't time yet. It wasn't time yet. Now, I feel like it's that time. So I'm working on my book. I'm working on my album. This year is going to be crazy. And as we move right. into from here to 2023, we're kicking into more video production work. So we'll be bringing a lot of that. I just hooked up a deal with Studio 5 out of... Um, out of plainville connecticut and we oh, wow. got a little podcast you know service starting up so okay. we're having some shows coming up pretty soon and things like that i'm going to be teaching people um basically business education on things that you might want to know if you're going to make it in the entertainment business because i tell a lot of you know in the talent when they first come to me i ask them a question i say do you want to be in the entertainment industry or do you want to be in the entertainment business, you know what I'm saying? Because they're right. two different beats. Those are definitely you know, they two look different like twins. things. Right. So that's pretty much what we're working on. So we got a lot of things coming up over these next few months. And we are always looking for talent. You know, we represent music artists, models, comedians, athletes. So, you know, anybody out there looking to get some further promotion for the market, advertising for their music, you know, hit us up. Piff Mags on all platforms.
0: Well, y'all heard that. So, um, as far as um your release party, where's your release party going to be?
1: It's gonna be It's gonna be held at Studio Five up in um, up in Plainville, Connecticut, which is about about forty minutes away from New Haven, forty minutes away from Hartford. So it's kind of towards the middle of Connecticut.
0: Okay. And where are you from, if you don't mind me asking?
1: So I'm from Connecticut. I was born in New Haven. Okay. Um, raised in raised in New London, and then I grew up. So you in New were Orange. wait
0: wait wait. You said you were raised in London.
1: No, New London. New
0: London, New London. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. So so what was it like growing up for you over there?
1: I mean, honestly, like, where I'm from it's really like a black cloud out here. Like right. we got the casinos, you know, the casinos, Mahegan Sun and Fox was, you know, they, I, I don't know if they still are, but at one point they were known as the biggest casinos in the world, you know, right. and um, that's pretty much what we're known for, for tourist attractions. But I was of the casinos. I mean, for the youth, like when I was growing up, we had a lot more stuff going on. Nowadays, it's really not too much for the kids. And you know, growing up, like I grew up in a, in a, in a gang neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So I got involved in a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't have been. I seen a lot of stuff at an early age that, you know, most kids probably would have to experience. And, um, yeah, I was like, you know, 11 years old, hanging out with 19, 20 year olds, you know, sneaking in the clubs, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I basically just got involved with the whole street politics, you know what I mean? And And it's like, it's crazy because everything that I learned, quote unquote, learned, so to speak, in the streets and stuff like that, you know, as I got older, and I started seeing the real world, that's when I realized like, a lot of the teachers that I was you know, given as a child were right. actually the wrong teachers. And I had to spend a lot of time unlearning those behaviors, you know what I'm saying? So growing up was like, you know, going to jail for us, that was nothing. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, a, it was a joke. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you about to go right. lay it down? All right, go lay it down for a few months. We'll see you when you get out. And and that was just a normal way of lifestyle. You know, growing up with no parents, you know what I'm saying? We all came from broken homes and you know all these kids was out there in the neighborhood we was running the streets crazy because we didn't have no parents to 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 listen to we didn't have nobody to respect you know what i'm saying a lot of us was in foster homes or you know raised by our grandparents who they couldn't control us you know so we were just really wilding out out there you know what i mean never had like a positive role model you know what i'm saying for us and that's kind of like was the inspiration behind piff because i wanted to offer the next generation of youth something better than what we had you know
0: right I love that, I love that. So um Thank you. When when you when you um, first started up, Pip, did you was that something that you thought about yourself or did you have a group of people that you decided to do this movement with?
1: Nah, honestly what happened was ever since I was a kid, I had dreams of being in the entertainment industry. I started out my first love was music. So I wanted to be a music artist at first, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I got involved, I got my first industry job working for an underground magazine called Street Confinement back when I was 22. Mm. And I ran with them for about six, seven years. It was making a lot of noise happen. And what happened was they ended up getting shut out of business. So they ran out of oh. business around 2011, something like that. I found myself feeling real discouraged because at that time I had not worked a nine to five job in like three years, you know right. what I'm saying? And so I was, like, in a place of depression. I'm like, dang, what
2: am I going to do?
1: Right. And so to answer your question, when I started out here, I was literally, I had just had my twins. You know, they was about a year old, maybe almost two years old. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was really sitting there trying to kind of put in my life what I'm going to do next. And I said, you know what? I learned all these skills. I did all these things for these people, made all these people money. I might as well start my own thing and see what I could do with that. And when I started out, I didn't have nobody, you know what I'm saying? I went to my cousin's house and I said, yo, bro, I'm thinking about doing this little idea, starting this magazine, like, what's up, you down? He was just like, no questions asked. He just was like, yep, I'm with it, let's go. I said, oh, snap, okay.
2: So literally, our first issue that we put out 10 years ago, it was
1: literally just me and him, just me and my cousin designing the right. whole thing you know what I'm saying, from from cover to cover. And from there, we got endorsements from Dipset at the time, got endorsements from D-Lock, and that kind of set us off at the ground running. We was one of the first, one of the first indie magazines for, uh, um, you know, underground artists. And at the time when we started, mm-hmm. some of the execs in the industry, they would tell me like, yo, don't do that idea. That's never gonna sell. Nobody's gonna ever wanna show interest in indie talent, unknown talent. And I right. was just like, you know what? I don't, I hear what y'all saying, but I I'm not, I'm not going to accept that. Like I'm going to do it and right. put it out and next thing I know, you know, you got about the other magazines that went and try to follow suit behind us, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah, and it's good to take criticism from other people, but if you feel that you want to do this shit, do this shit. Like what the fuck? Right. You don't you, you know, don't need and and any so approval. Be somebody out there to try to, try to discourage you or
2: you know what I'm saying take you take you out of it or because maybe it's right. never been
1: done before, they just can't see the vision and they don't believe in it until you until you do it and then they're like, oh, oh I see, I see what you was what you was talking about now. Right Okay, well how can I get involved? And it's like, well damn, you know what I'm saying? You could have got involved from the beginning but you know, you had a bunch of negativity, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. That's the thing, uh people have to watch their environment, you know.
2: Absolutely.
0: Environment is very important when it comes to the entertainment business. You know.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So and you definitely gotta watch the company you keep. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it, it could make or break everything.
0: Totally. So, um, what would you what would you say like out of all the years that you've been in entertainment, what would you say would have would have been the biggest struggle for you?
1: The biggest struggle.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest and I'm gonna say that the biggest struggle for us and I'm sure that a lot of people who are just getting going in it can probably relate to this. The biggest trouble the biggest struggle was finding that support system and finding our core audience, fan base that really you know what I'm saying, supports and rocks with us. And I could tell right. you that that fan base (laughs) it did not come from where I thought it was gonna come from like it did not come from home you know what I'm saying it came from out of state and out of the area you know what I'm saying it wasn't until everybody else around the world started you know what I'm saying embracing us that you know, people back home was like, oh, hey, well, hold up, that's, that's our people's, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, right. you know, he came from here, and it's like, oh, now y'all want to try to claim me because, you know, y'all see us doing this and doing that and over here and here with these celebrities and stuff like that, but before that, y'all wasn't trying to show no love, so that was really the hardest struggle was trying to figure out, like, man, do we even keep doing this or do we stop? Because it seems like nobody's really supporting the, the, the whole vision, and then the minute you go to feel like you want to stop, that's right. yeah, so when everybody pops up, like, yo,
0: don't
1: start Out of like, nowhere. Yeah, and you like, hold up. And, I, and it was funny to me because we found out that we had a whole fan base out of Arizona.
2: Right. I've never been in Arizona to this day in my life.
1: And, you know, that's where some um, of my strongest, LA, Vegas, you know what I'm saying, they love us on the West Coast. So we most likely we're going to be traveling out that way by the end of this year to go show them some
2: love.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. And usually, usually a lot of people that don't really get love in their hometown, they get it from like everywhere else.
1: Right. It's crazy. Like, I thought it was just me. Was oh, you had broke off just people. a little bit. Everybody kind of had that same story. Oh, yeah. Can you hear me now?
0: Now I can hear you, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, I said I thought it was just me at first until I started, you know, interviewing other people and everybody kinda had the same similar story. Like everybody was like saying the same thing, like, Yeah, I don't get no love in my hometown, this and that and everybody always, you know, strangers show me more love and support than my friends and, you know, family. Family. Yeah. I was like, okay And you know what I realized about it is that when you're dealing with people that you grew up with, yeah, they're not gonna support you because like to, to them, you're just a regular person. Like, like they just see you doing the same thing your whole life. So they just like, oh yeah, that's just that guy. That's just you know, that's just her. You know, what I'm saying, doing her thing or whatever. But they don't really believe in it. It's the other people that you never met before. When they see you, when they meet you, you know you are who you say you are. So they're like, right. oh, this is that person. You know what I'm saying? But your friends, your family, they're not gonna see it like that. Until no, you are already up there. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And that's what people don't understand. And another people, another thing that people don't understand, they assume it doesn't matter what they're into. It could be music. It could be podcasting or just just anything. You're not going to go viral in one day. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. I it's think a lot of work. that is. It is a lot of work. Yeah.
1: You know, every now and then you see those stories, right? And we yeah. live in a generation now where people want to have that overnight success. But what they don't realize is a lot of times, even when you see these celebrities blow up and you think it's like an overnight thing,
2: when you really do
1: your research on them and you look at their stories, they actually had to put in a couple of years of grind to get there. You know what I'm saying? Jordan Lucas blew up. Everybody think that Jordan Lucas just came out overnight. Nah. He got, he got about 10 years in behind him before he blew up, you know what I'm saying? People like right. Ella May and her and stuff like that, you know, they was ghosts right here for the last six, seven years before they broke out with their first own own record, you know what I'm saying? And that's how it goes a lot of times. Every now and then, you'll find that little person that'll mess around and go viral real quick for something, but it's, it's very rare, you know what I mean? A lot of times, if you want to get into the entertainment industry, you want to live this lifestyle, you got to understand that. You're probably going to be grinding for a couple of years before you get to even opening that first door. But don't give up. You know, stay consistent because all it takes is that one door, that one right person. Once you crack that open, the rest is history, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, people just need to understand that. Right. I mean, I had a person... So, so
1: to let everybody know what we do, you know, mm-hmm. we, we don't only just promote artists and help people get on. We teach them the game. like We actually educate people. So that way it's not just like you're getting your shine on, but you actually start to learn the business as to how to take yourself forward, you know what I mean? And grow from there. And, you know, we're taking these people in. We're teaching them the game. We helped a lot of people out. Over the years, we've helped at least 500 people, you know, go to the next level and one guy got mad because um we signed this one artist well i don't even know if i can call him an artist i say we signed this rapper
2: right
1: (laughs) i say that because there was a difference between a rapper and an artist right
2: right 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 right.
1: this dude when we signed him i mean like honestly like he didn't have nothing to his name. Like, he, like sent he, me a submission. he had no
0: catalog, is what you're saying.
1: Like, nothing. No, right.
0: catalog, <laughs> no pictures. No, no nothing. But
1: social media setup, no nothing. You know what I mean? The only thing, the dude sent me a submission showing me a, a, a video of him freestyling. You know what I'm saying? And I right, thought, right, it right. was like, he got bars, he, he got potential, so I work with him. But, you know, I told him from the beginning, I said, look, bro, I said, number one, a lot of things, what you guys got to understand. You want to make it in this game? You're going to have to have a budget. You cannot operate in this game without a budget. You know, right. so I could get people lined up with Wu-Tang and D-Block. The first thing they're going to say is, what's their travel budget?
0: If they $3,000 or they got 10000
1: because... If they don't got that, we can't even talk to them. You know what I right. mean? So I told this guy, I said, listen, I said, we're going to make your payment plan. Mm-hmm. I know you're struggling, Father, just like I am. So instead of banging you in the head, I'm going to just charge you $25 a week. You got to run with us for 12 months. That's right. how long it's going to take for me to get you, you know, up to speed. Right. Man, this this dude went with us for about a month. All of a sudden, he's mad. He's cussing us out. He's oh, going to fit because, oh, how come I'm... I'm not, you know, I'm not on radio. How come this and that? I
0: said, oh, wow. what are you, what are you looking to do? You want to, you want to go viral in 30 days? You have, you have nothing
1: to your name. Like, you don't even have an official song. How the hell do you expect that you're gonna blow up overnight? And, and that's the problem. You know what I mean? A lot of these people don't understand. Like, it just doesn't happen like that. You know what I'm saying? And even a lot of times nowadays, even you look at some of these bigger artists that have made it, do you even know behind the scenes? they had to come up with their own money to match the label. Like, the label will tell you that they gave them, you know, $50,000, but they leave out the part that that person had to come with 50000 by themselves to get matched for that, you know what I mean? Right. So it's just, you know, people gotta really learn the game and understand, like, it doesn't work as much as they, as you think it is. A lot of times you see stuff on TV, you know, things like that, that's just, like, what we call publicity stunts, that's advertisement, that's marketing, you know what I'm saying, it's not all legit, you know what I'm saying, a lot of it is just a, it's a marketing strategy, you know what I'm saying, like, they'll tell you that they signed 50 cents to a million dollar deal, but they're not gonna mention that Dr. Dre made 30 million off of him on that deal, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Now these artists don't understand, they just expect you to, like, you know, get them up there so fast.
1: Right, exactly. And they, see they don't. The they don't.
0: They just don't understand the work that needs to be put behind it. It's So it. Simple. they
1: don't, don't realize everything is a grind. You got to put your time and you got to put your work in. And you got to show these people. I didn't even get anybody to put no money into the magazine. Nobody would even match me right. until they saw that we already had a system flowing where we was generating our own support and our own revenue. Once they saw, them... oh yeah work with you you know what i'm saying we see what you guys are doing but it takes time to put that together you gotta have your system set in place if you don't you're gonna be running in circles for a long time trying to figure it out
2: right right
0: mm-hmm. and and that's the thing like they don't even try to figure it out you know
1: nah a lot of times what i see nowadays with these rappers now they want everything in the world done for them they want to hand it to them and they and they don't want to spend no money on it you know what i'm saying like they want you to give everything Yo, give me the interview give me the give me the promo give me the shout out give me this give me that oh what you're gonna charge me what nah i don't even got 25 i don't like you ain't got 25 bro that's like not a good look you're not gonna go very far you know what i'm saying right right right
0: yeah the, yeah they, they really don't understand that the in, being in the entertainment business period it's really expensive
2: oh yeah for sure
0: like they they expect the the money to come out of nowhere and what they don't understand even if you do sign a label and when you do sign that contract the money that they give you you have to make it back and ten times more than what they gave you
1: exactly right and that's why unfortunately you know you see a lot of people come out you'll hear that little song you'll be like oh okay okay i like this song. i see this person and then you
0: never ever hear from, them, them, again. Hear from them again and you're like wait what happened to that dude like what happened
1: to that girl like she had that one hit that was really good and then i don't know what happened to her. It's because they feel they failed they campaign. you know what i'm saying they feel they runs to like you said get up that that sales to make that money back that was advancing them from the label or you know or either that or they had enough potential to make one good song and they couldn't cut a second one you know what I mean
0: right 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 right
1: biggest biggest thing I learned in this game and the biggest advice I can give to anybody that's trying to do it is you gotta just always stay consistent no matter what, you know what I'm saying, just stay consistent, you gotta keep, you gotta keep working, you gotta keep dropping, you gotta keep grinding, otherwise the minute you stop is when it all stops, you know,
0: right, and people don't understand that the grind doesn't stop, you have to be consistent with what you, what you are into,
2: absolutely,
0: consistency is, Consistency is key.
1: Absolutely, that's the main thing. I mean, you look at people, right? Like Jay Z. Jay Z could go six years straight and drop number one albums for six years. Everybody's right. like, Yo, I like him. You. He's my favorite rapper. The minute that he stops, the minute he don't put on no music for six months, like, they like, they, they, they don't right? forgot and about him.
0: They don't forget about him.
1: Like, damn, he done fell off, like. He just ain't do nothing in six months, but what about them other six years? They're like, nah, he's whack, now, he's whack, he's whack.
2: Right, <laughs> you know? right, and that's right. How right. Goes. You gotta
1: you gotta stay, especially nowadays where you have like a million people trying to do the same thing and people coming out with mixtapes and, you know, new streams and everything like that every day. You gotta you gotta you know, the game is like oversaturated now, so you gotta yeah. keep up. With your competition when you got there's more like, there's
0: literally there's literally more artists than there are listeners at this point right absolutely like who the fuck is listening now you know
1: yeah that's a fact though and it's crazy like you know i probably would have picked a different profession to be honest years ago when I was younger if I would have known that this is what the game was gonna look like today because when I started out rapping it was like you know you couldn't just in my era you couldn't just rap like you had to be nice you know you had to have bars and everything and like nobody was really doing it like that so when I started out I thought I was gonna make it because I was one of the few people that was actually doing it and i woke up one day and then everybody wants to rap and i was like oh okay i guess so guess what we doing now
0: right 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 (laughs) and it's it's like come on now
1: you know and i I respect everybody's art i mean everybody's different you know what i'm saying but for me personally like coming from like that old school era of hip-hop like i just feel like you know anybody can rap about the bitches and the rims and the fat asses and the money and the bling and all that but it's like what is you really saying though like for me you know i don't hold nothing to nobody but for me personally to move me as an artist you gotta say something you gotta really say i mean the party music is cool the drill music is cool i fuck with it all but at the end of the day i need some shit that's gonna give me some substance in my life you know what i mean
0: right So sorry y'all. <laughs> Somebody was hitting me up about uh s- some price points. But anyway. <laughs> um But yeah. At least, at, least they, at
1: least they're trying to get their budget right. That's a good that's a good look.
0: Right, right, right. That that definitely is a good look. You know. Um But eventually these artists have to learn these things, you know.
1: I mean they really have to cuz it's like at the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you what. When I started out in the game, I was 21, 22 years old. And no, I didn't want to know nothing. Like, I just wanted to rap. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to learn the business. I didn't want to learn about contracts and writing and all that stuff. And my mentor told me, she's like, nah, bro She's like, you want to make it? She's like, you're going to learn this business. Shit. You're going right. to learn this shit. You're going to learn this paperwork. So you're going to want to make it because a difference in letting somebody else have control over your whole publishing and your rights and you're not going to make no money, you're going to get the bottom of the barrel. You know right. what I'm saying? The artist is the very last person on the on the totem pole to get paid for his own music when you're, you know what I'm saying, letting other people handle your business. Now, if you're handling your own paperwork, you're going to get everything that, that, that belongs to you, you know what I mean?
2: Right, right. So, that's the lesson that people
1: got to learn. If they don't learn the business, they're going to prevent themselves from growing for a long time
0: right and that's the thing they they just think they could jump right into it
2: yo exactly And that's it, know, another that, that's, thing
1: too is i tell artists too is like right yeah now tell me if you agree or disagree with me on this that like okay. nowadays i would say 90 percent of these artists sound just alike. They sound just like the last one. You hear this next song, it sound like the last one that just played, you know what I mean? Right,
0: right, right. There's no, there's no uniqueness. There's no creativity put into the music. Right,
1: no versatility. And I tell people, I say, yo, you really want to make it? I mean, you really want to stand out and really blow up?
2: Come with
1: something different. Come with a different sound. Come with a different style. Because I can tell you, the reason why the Migos blew up so crazy when they dropped is because they came with a whole new type of sound. And then you wake up the next day, what happened? Hey, we didn't want to rap like the Beagles now. You know what I'm saying? I tell them, right. like, look, man, create your own lane. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about this person made a million dollar hit off this style. Make your own style. I guarantee it's going to go better. Like when Kanye West first came out, they wasn't really trying to hear him,
2: because no, he was doing a shit. You know, but he stuck to his guns. He,
1: he, he made his own lane. And the motherfucker became one of the biggest selling artists in the whole planet. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And uh, and um, people just don't understand that shit. For real.
2: That's
0: and, crazy. and you know, these a lot of these artists, they've been in the game for several years. We're not talking right. two or three.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: but they just expect them, themselves to blow up in a week.
1: Yeah, and that's what they want. They, and nobody, nobody wants to put in the ground no more. Man, nobody wants to wait. Everybody wants to get that quick
2: overnight
0: trip success nowadays. Right. It, it takes a lot of time and effort. And like we like talked about before, consistency without if yeah. you're if you're not consistent you you cannot expect to blow up you can't
1: exactly it's impossible
0: a lot of people think they're just going to make that one hit and it's like and there and there are a lot of artists that made one hit and became one hit wonders that's because they had the budget to do so at the time
2: right yeah
0: and their only issue is, they didn't have that consistent budget.
1: Right, they, they, they saved up something, or they made a flip on something, or they got, you know I'm saying, some money together from somewhere, and they blew it all on that first hit, and then right. that's it. And you know what the, the, the sad thing about it, right, is unfortunately... Most of us is coming from coming from the hood or coming from areas where, no, we wasn't taught this education,
2: right? right? So a lot of times you get the money, but the problem becomes
1: these people don't have money management skills. So, right. You give them a budget, and you say, look, man. And then like dollars Uh huh. You know what are you gonna do with it? You know, so now not a smart person would think like. <laughs> know 50 cent did and actually apply to different avenues where it's gonna grow that money back to keep going for the long run right a lot of people gonna blow that shit especially you coming from the hood you coming from nothing you 18 19 years old you ain't had nothing your whole life you just got this check right you're probably blowing that shit on some jewelry and you know i'm saying a little car or whatever by the time you look around the money spent you got this one song out that's doing pretty good and the fans are like yo i like this song I wanna But we
0: want, song. we want more, we want more. We hey, and right. you ain't
1: got the money, cause you done blown it, it's like nah, you're going backwards, you can't, you can't spend the money in that way. That money is supposed to be used for your music, your studio time, and your marketing. And when people don't understand, I try to teach them all the time, I'm like listen, everything else don't matter as much as that marketing matters. That marketing, advertising, that's like the strongest thing that you're going to really need if you really want to get to that next level because you have to learn Mm -hmm. how to scale yourself and grow your audience if you don't have the marketing dollars behind you to keep your name out there you know what i'm saying outside of standing outside of everybody else right who's gonna see you you know what i mean
0: right and there are plenty plenty of resources for people to be able to you know have that kind of help like Right. Compared to, like, back in the day, you weren't able to get out there the way you can now. Because we nowadays, have the internet. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And that's why I tell them, like, you know, nowadays, I honestly feel like this, like, you know, I don't mean to offend nobody when I say this part, but right. it's how I feel. Like, if you can't make it nowadays, if, if you can't figure it out nowadays all the apps, all the computer programs, all the shit they got on the internet. There's literally
0: like, no excuse.
2: There's no excuse. You know there's, plenty
0: of, there's plenty of recording apps for... Like, not, not, continue you know what, what mean, you were saying? everything. Whatever
1: you need done, you can literally get, you know what I'm saying, and right. make it happen. I mean, I look at people like, you know, my hat is off to you, right, X, You
2: know what I'm saying? Like, right.
1: Because I remember when I met you, you know
2: what I'm saying? like, Yeah. You was telling me, you know, you said, Yeah, I, I do music
1: and stuff like that. I said, Okay. I said, Well, you know, where can I check on your stuff? And you was like, Nah, not yet. I ain't ready, I ain't dropped not yet. I said, All right. The next thing I know, I turn around, I look around. I said, oh, shit. You got a new song dropping Yeah. Oh, I like this. I like this little I like this little flow she got going on. Like you 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 keep my, my feet like pretty, pretty lit right now. I'm like, all right, I'm
2: good with it. So <laughs> so, it's
1: very inspiring to see you do that
2: because right. you're kind of pretty much like you're showing the way how it's supposed to go like yeah right. you're on a good track and people gotta do that you gotta keep the shit flowing the minute you stop it's, it's over and there's really no excuse nowadays you know what I'm saying there's a bunch of resources out there like you said and there's right. a bunch of websites
1: out there that will break down the steps for you to figure right. it out, you know what I mean, a lot of things that I'm doing in my life right now, with the magazine and stuff like that, nobody really taught me this shit, this
2: right. is all
1: trial and error, like, I did research, you know what I'm saying, I use resources, I, I put myself out there, before you know it, I pick things up, you know what I mean? Right,
0: and another another thing that I've learned in this entertainment business is you cannot turn down your resources, and you cannot turn down help. Right. If you feel, if you when feel I that you really are stuck, one. like you feel stuck, yeah. don't be so arrogant, you know. If you really need help, ask for it, you know. Right. Don't be. Absolutely, and what I tell to people too, like, unity is a big thing, man.
1: A lot of people, you know, what I'm saying, like, they wanna, they wanna try to do it all on their own. Or they're like, oh, I already got my team. Like, I'm good. Like,
2: I don't need your help. I oh, got this right here. Me and my niggas are like, we got this shit. Right. So I'm like, all right, all right, y'all got it. You know what I'm saying? But what they don't realize is, you know, when you work together with others,
0: yeah, you're going to make more things accomplished. You're going to make more things happen. Exactly. Like, I started out rapping years ago. I was making my numbers, but I wasn't doing all that crazy. And when I became a promoter, and started helping other people and working with other teams. Right. actually I became more successful than I was just going from my own self you know what I mean right yes yeah working by yourself like it's not really gonna work out as much as you think it's gonna work out like it's gonna work out to a certain extent but you can't deny help right exactly you know what and I'm saying? Then, you know honestly I'm gonna tell you what like a lot of people
2: focus on the competition
1: aspect
0: of it. Where yes, like, you I just, ooh, you know only took I'm, the words out of my mouth. You know, but, but the thing is, like,
1: me personally, I want to embrace myself around, I want to surround myself around people who are more knowledgeable than me, who are more experienced than me. You know why? Right. I'm going to learn from them how to do my shit better, if you're so focused on going against everybody and competing with everybody, I mean, competition, especially in the hip-hop industry and the rap game, yes, that's, that's, that's like, you know, that goes back to being at a time that we've always been a competitive, we're probably the most competitive genre on the planet, right. but, it's 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 different degrees to it, you know. Even when you look at what they don't realize, a lot of these big artists, yeah, they work together behind behind closed
2: doors. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, when you see these uh, these artists so called quote unquote beefing, they're not really beefing. They're right doing that shit for the
1: T V screen. But behind closed doors, they, they splitting the project up, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta learn how to work with others and collaborate to a to a smart degree. You know what, right. what I'm saying? If you're gonna just try to do everything on your own, you're gonna you're gonna end up with a a lot of headaches in this shit.
0: Right. <laughs> You're going to hit a lot of bumps in the road, my guy. hmm
1: And also, you know...
0: This shit know comes with of, blood, sweat, and tears.
1: Absolutely. And and I, I want to say this for the record, for, for all the young kids that's out there listening, like, because this is very important, and they don't think it is, but I'm telling you from somebody who's, you know, dealt with these celebrities hand-to-hand, like... You gotta study, and you gotta understand and learn your history, your hip hop history. Yes.
2: If you, don't, if you
1: don't know where you started from, how the hell you're gonna figure out where you're going to? Because I can tell you right now, there's what we call people that are called the quote cool unquote cool gatekeepers of the right. industry. right? People that have been in the game for 30 years, since before you was born, and they control the media, they control the, the radio outlets and all that. So the minute that you try to find yourself going against them and not working with them, they're just gonna blacklist you. Like, you
2: can't really go against Diddy, or Master P, or somebody like that. You probably haven't right. seen them active
1: like that in a while, but behind the door, behind closed doors, they're the ones that are controlling everything, so you gotta really learn who you're dealing with and utilize that to your you Yes, your benefit, they need you know? to
0: understand that hip hop is not just a genre. Hip hop is a culture.
1: Exactly. Right, I mean, you have I to understand right the now,
0: culture before you even get into hip-hop.
1: Exactly, and to anybody who does not know, I'm just gonna say for the record, like to this day, it's been like this since day one. The
2: Wu-Tang,
1: the Wu-Tang Clan, they are the biggest hip-hop entity in the world, and they actually control 60% of the entire hip-hop industry. So if you're not plugged in with Wu-Tang, if you're not familiar with them, I advise you, do your homework, and do your study and learn about them because to this day, RZA and Method Man and all them, they still the ones who will allow you to pass through to the next level, you know what
2: I mean?
0: Right. And there was this, Um. speaking of hip-hop, there was this post that I had posted on the internet. I was like... I'm gonna say this for everybody It said without hip hop none of these so called genres would exist there's subgenres they all derive from hip hop hip hop is the foundation of music and always has been yeah. a lot of a lot of people will find that subjective but that's that's what I know and that's what I believe in
1: Absolutely. I mean, it is, it is by far the biggest music genre on the planet, you know what I mean?
0: It's its, it's bigger than the NBA. It's bigger That's than sports, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: That's a fact. That's a fact. And I think it's funny how, you know, at one point in history, they actually tried to outlaw us, you know what i saying? They tried to ban this music, and now you look around, and it's everywhere you look, it's in every commercial, you know what I'm saying, it's in every advertisement, it's just everywhere, and it's like, wow, like, you know, we came a long ways, and and they can't, they can't shut us out, you know what I mean?
0: Right. They can't, they can't shut hip-hop down. You can't. And, back in the day, what people don't understand, there was a point in time where hip-hop was illegal.
2: Right, exactly.
0: So, so people should be grateful to be able to have all these resources and to be able to do it now.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: And my advice to everybody who who is in the entertainment business or doing anything involved in entertainment, believe in yourself and make sure you are consistent and keep on doing it no matter what.
2: That's
0: right. And, because no
1: the, what, and, and yeah. understand that, you know, sometimes people get frustrated because they're like, oh, this person doesn't support me. You know, I don't have this many followers, but you know what? At the end of the day, what you got to understand my advice to people, I tell them, look, you're not going to please everybody in the world. You're just not. It's going to be, you're going to always have haters, no matter how good you are, how, you know, whatever you do your thing. There's gonna always be somebody out there that's gonna hate on you. That just comes with the the game. You gotta embrace that and acknowledge that and just take it and run with it. But at the same time, you know, you stay pushing and you stay consistent and what you do is you don't look to, you know, get the whole world as followers. You don't look. You look to find where your core audience of people is that support you and you run with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this Magazine, we have changed format. Numerous times over the years to appeal to our audience, you know what I'm saying? When we find out where the support is at
2: and we find out who's supporting
1: us and why, we cater to those people. We don't try to cater to the whole world. We shift to, uh, our
2: audience is asking
1: for what they support and because of that, we continue to grow. And as an artist, it's going to be the same thing for y'all. Like, you're trying to make your music, you're trying to get out there. Don't try to please everybody.
2: Just
0: find right. out
1: who supports you and run with them. And they're going to be the ones going to help you grow.
0: Right. Because what, it's, what they have to understand is not everybody's going to like your music. Not everybody's going to like everything you put out. That's why you have to have a variety. You know?
1: Absolutely. I mean, even some of your artists, like, you know, I got favorite artists that I love. I still don't even like every song they put out or, you know, I'll listen right. to an album, and I might skip a couple tracks because it's just not for me, but it doesn't mean right. that I don't like them. You know what I'm saying? It's just not everything. It's just not for everybody, you know what I mean?
0: Right, and nine times out of ten, most people are not even downloading albums anymore. They're just right. downloading certain songs. They're like, oh yeah, That's I heard shit, that man. one song before. Like that type of yeah. shit.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and that's and this is. I'm glad you brought that point up too, because that is actually a very a strong, a valid point. It's right. like, yeah, nowadays. That's where it really is at, it's with the singles. So, for somebody who's really trying to put out a project and trying to get the name out, get the buzz going, I would tell them, like, don't really spend too much time working on that part of it as developing a whole project, a whole album. Just spend your money and spend your time working on developing a good, a great single. You know what I'm saying? If you get a great single to take off and go viral, that'll be your opening doorway to
2: everything else, you know?
0: right right and um well people have to understand when it comes to opening for doors to open for you you have to be willing to go find it right you can't just expect everybody to come to you you know
1: right exactly
0: sorry about that's that yeah. but but yeah like it. that's what people really don't understand man <laughs> shit's not gonna be handed to you you know right and it's about it's about not being lazy like i understand oh like God. before can you, can covid you, can,
1: you, can you say it again put a, put them in the back
0: to stop being lazy
2: you're
0: damn right. <laughs> Stop I'm being lazy. Yes, I understand, you know, some people that they, they, you know, they they work a job and they're trying to juggle, you know, their career. You know, because they're trying to, you know, have enough money to be able to keep their career going. I understand that, but there's something called scheduling and planning shit out. You have to have a plan. Absolutely. You have to have a blueprint. Yeah, You know, you can't just expect to just sporadically figure this shit out. Right. You can. You can. But it's not going to work as much as you think it is unless you have it organized. Organization is definitely another key factor.
2: Yes.
0: And another thing, just be who the fuck you are. Be
1: who you truly are. Stop trying to be like everybody else. Stop trying to let these people tell you, you know, what you should be, what you should look like. You got to be yourself and embrace it and love yourself. You know what I mean? Right.
0: And that's another thing. Self-love is definitely, definitely a big key factor in this industry, in this business. Major key. Major key. Because without loving yourself, how do you expect to keep on going? right you want minute, that you want that love with you or, or
1: tell you something you don't want to hear you gonna be ready to give up and get discouraged
0: and that's the thing with this business you you have to be strong you gotta be cut yeah, for this skin. you gotta be cutthroat yes. for this you know yeah, absolutely like there's a lot of shit that goes on in people's personal life you know i i can understand that but you gotta keep going Life goes on. You can't That's keep right. dwelling on the struggles of life. You know? Everybody struggles with shit. Everybody has a story to tell. And some some Absolutely. stories are worse than others. You know?
1: Yeah. And you just gotta you just gotta take that pain and body it and put it into your music. That's the best way. Like, I've always looked at music for me as a therapy, you know what I'm saying? I go through my stuff instead of crying and complaining about it, pick up that pen, throw it in the music, you know?
0: Right. And especially, like, there's there's many different ways to express yourself, you know? And music is definitely one of the best ways for, music, for expression. Writing That's is all. a form of expression. Podcasting is a form of expression. Even taking yeah. pictures is a form of expression.
1: Right, for sure. Right,
0: and all it all it takes, <clears throat> all it really takes is effort. That's right.
2: Little
1: effort, little consistency, you're halfway there. And
0: that's half the battle right there you know That's half the battle And budgeting is the other battle Yes And um, a lot of things You know what's one of the things that I've noticed That artists don't have right now A lot of them don't have A&R Right Back, yeah. back in the day they had that Now all of a sudden these artists don't have that And they, some of them really do. They really do because they're going to be lost in this business because they have no idea what are the steps to take. A lot of them, a lot of them, the only thing they know how to do is pick up that mic and record. That's all they know how to do. You uh, know? Yeah, and, and there's a lot of young artists, like, 13 and up, you know, just picking up the mic and recording. And they can be superstars if they knew about the business.
2: Right. Absolutely.
0: And with a lot of these, you know, artists now, like... A lot of our mainstream artists, that's what they should be teaching these other artists.
1: Nah, I agree. That's a fact. It definitely should. But you know, it's sad because unfortunately, you have a small percentage of people like that that will actually teach. You know, the rest of them are looking to take advantage, you know what I'm saying, of these young artists. So you get these young kids coming into the game. And um, I, I tell people, like, I advise them, like, no. Don't, don't look for that major record label deal. Stay independent. Figure it out on your own. Learn that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you're going to sign a deal with Diddy or Jay-Z or 50 Cent. And I right. can tell you what's going to most likely happen. They're going to take advantage of you. And they're going to own 95% of your shit. Right. And that last little 5% that you own, don't fuck it up. Because if you fuck it up, you're going to be owning niggas' money for the next 20 years of your life.
0: Right. And being independent is, you know... They don't understand that. It takes a lot of work to be independent. Oh yeah. Just one person, just team. having you yourself, and that's it. It's it's you can only do so much. Right. Absolutely. Like you gotta have people you gotta have a team. You gotta you gotta have a team in this business.
1: You have to. And as if people ask me to like. How do you do what you do? How did you guys do this, do that? Where were you successful? The first thing I say is like, it was my team. To be, to keep it 100, like, I couldn't be where I'm at today. I couldn't be doing what I'm doing right now without the strength of my team. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And that's a fact. And I'm glad that you said that, that without your team. You, you wouldn't know where
1: you'd be at. Oh, yeah. You know, because the thing is, like, everybody that you meet in your life or meeting this business, I mean, unless you're, like, Superwoman or Superman, right. you can't do it all. Like, everybody's got different skills, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might be really good at this and that, but you don't know how to do that part. Well, this person does, you know what I'm saying? So And that's where the ego
0: opposite. comes into play.
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. Not got everyone's
0: down, Kanye man. West, goddamn.
1: Right. <laughs> that's
0: a fact. Right. It's like if you want to become Kanye West, you got to do everything Kanye West does. Right. And Kanye West isn't solo. He has a team, you know. That's that that's what and they back. don't know. <laughs>
1: yep, facts, though.
0: So um where do you see um where do you see your company in um uh, five years from now? Honestly,
1: in the next five years, from where we started out to from where we're at now and where we're headed, I see us be I see us becoming uh, a household brand. You know, what I'm saying a household name. I see us becoming one of those like next level companies that people look to when They know they need to get a starting, you know, a starting boost in their their career, you know what I'm saying? So far, we've gotten pretty established already over the last decade or so. You know, we got a lot of respect from, you know what I'm saying, the major brands from Def Jam to MTV to Select Oil and stuff like that. So next five years from now, I really see us becoming like a really major... Uh, media company to the point that like you know you wake up and you probably have a commercial on tv like oh you aspiring artist yeah <laughs> oh, today you
2: know what i
1: mean yeah, and yeah,
2: me right yeah. there,
1: like and we're actually i i can't i can't really um speak on all the plans right now because right. you know things are still in development but what i can tell you guys is that we started off as simply a magazine that was the original foundation at this point you know we've developed into radio and video stuff like that and you know different aspects and what we're going to next we're cracking into different industries um and all i will say right now without referring to too much details ahead of time is we're going to be breaking into the video game industry we're going to be breaking into the real estate credit you know i'm saying stuff like that so Definitely keep your eyes peeled. We got some deals on the table right now, mm-hmm. and we're working on, like, you know, saying some movie ideas.
0: Oh, so shit. Had, I was like, just about to ask that, too.
1: Years, the next five years is gonna be pretty interesting, you know what I mean? Right.
0: So, I know you don't really want to give out the details, but you said video game industry?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, all I could really say right now is, um, so anybody that. Deals with Piff Magazine, or has been rocking with us from the beginning of the time, for pretty much attends to the fact that, you know, when you're dealing with, with us, it's really like a lifestyle, it's really like a culture, you know what I'm saying? Right. And we have a community of supporters who rock with us, you know, going years back. I mean, I got people that I signed 10 years ago. That are still down with us to this day. Right. And so, what we're doing is we're taking that culture and we're taking that community that we've built up organically, you know what I mean? And we're shifting that into, you know, into like the video game realm. We're going to be developing some things. We're actually working on some stuff right now to the point where you can come and get the fifth experience, you know? Right. And just get it from home.
0: Right. <clears throat> so, have you thought about, um, Creating like an app for Pith.
1: Um, something similar to that, yeah. We're pretty much working on that right now. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be perhaps the app, but it'd be something along those lines. And uh, we're pretty much setting up our own nation right. to the point where you know we're um we're setting up our own community to take care of our people to the point where like we're building some things for the youth um, we're building a resource center and we got a big brother slash big sister program in development right now where we're going to be taking on you know kids who are looking to break into the industry and kind of like give them you know a hands-on feel um of what happens so as far as the app idea and stuff like that we will have something coming out i don't know if it's going to necessarily be an app But it'd be something along those lines, though. Because if you guys know, uh, right now, as of today, we are in the midst of a change in technology. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of things are happening right now that are shifting. So we're going to be pretty still moving from smartphones to other devices over the next few years. And Mm -hmm. we're definitely trying to be one of the pioneer companies in that industry, you know.
0: Right. So speaking of uh, newer technology, what do you think about the metaverse? (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, you know, pretty much like Yeah, that, that's pretty much Along the lines of what we're speaking about Like, that's that's pretty much the direction That we're headed in right now We're, we're tapping into that metaverse world And um, the, the reason is because um, You know, I mean So I'm so,
0: be, so before you even I'm sorry to cut you off So do you think yeah, we are in the metaverse right now? Say that again I said, do you feel like We're in the metaverse right now?
1: Oh, absolutely. I feel like I mean look, so you're gonna ask any questions like that. I mean, I'm slightly a little bit, to a degree, a conspiracy theorist.
2: So, uh uh-huh. You know, I don't want to rub anybody's feathers the wrong way. So yeah. Cool, because some of the things I say, it
1: might sound crazy, but I personally believe that we've been in the metaverse like probably our whole lives. You know, that Matrix sort of feel.
2: Yeah. And they're just now like coming out publicly and telling us that like it's being developed and it's something new, but it's probably already been around like since like way
1: back in time. Yeah. Like, they're just now saying, like, okay, let's, uh, you know,
2: let's let's tell the people that,
1: you know, let let let's make it official so that they so that they feel like you're actually part of it. But yeah, I mean, I feel like to a degree we're already living in the metaverse when you're talking about augmented reality mixed with reality mixed with, you know.
0: Yeah. like,
1: Brainwashing. You know, we've been on that since we were like two, three years old, being glued to the TV. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. So you feel like we're living in a simulation?
1: To an extent, I, I do I do think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, well.
0: So what what is what I mean, is you were, no continue. Like I
1: was gonna say if you ever watch the watch the movie The Matrix, yeah, you know, and look at it with a out with an outside of perspective. Yeah I mean you never know. It, it, it is very possible, you know
2: what I mean?
0: Yeah. So so do do you believe that um, that one person created this planet? Do you, do you believe that that, it, that is possible?
2: Well, see this is, this is a journey.
1: This is a question I've been trying to really figure out you know, most of my life.
2: Right. So what that entity is.
0: Oh, you had cut off a little bit, I'm sorry.
1: that entity is you know
2: what i'm saying right was it one was it more than one was
1: it a group i'm not sure but i definitely believe that there is something out there there is some type of so you believe, believe in I a higher power. power absolutely okay i
0: mean i personally
1: <clears throat> i personally feel like i've died twice in my life yeah and most
2: of
0: the times I died, I had experience with that with that spirit, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've actually So you've actually, out. so, wait, so you're saying that you've actually witnessed a near-death experience? Yes,
2: absolutely. Okay. Once when I, was, when I was 20 years
0: old, and once when I was 35. Oh, wow. Really? Really?
1: Yeah, I um you know, like I told you before, right? I used to live a really bad, you know, lifestyle almost junker, you know what I'm saying?
2: Right. And
1: um I almost killed my best friend. I was nineteen years old. Wow. I was I was two minutes away from murdering
0: my best friend. Right. And uh, you know, the cops got me right out of time.
2: I went to jail and at the time, you know, I was
1: looking at I was nineteen years old looking at doing five years in jail. And um, I couldn't mentally, I couldn't mentally accept that. So that night when they locked me in my cell, and I wanted to go to sleep, I right. prayed to God. <clears throat> I prayed for, I prayed for death, if I had a death wish. Right. Twenty-minute <clears throat> prayer to go home. Right. And that night, my body was out of my soul. I mean, my soul was out of my body. And uh, I went out. Of, I went out of my first conversation with God, and he told me, like, look, you're not ready yet, you're not, you're not ready to come home yet, so, right. so you know, don't, don't talk like that, I mean? He's like, but well, these are the things I need you to do, you know, this is how you're going to, like, redeem yourself and turn yourself around, and mm-hmm. go back, go back to earth and figure it out, and he shot me back, and I came back, you know, that night, um, different perspective on life. I'm I started doing my thing. And that was part of the reason behind me started to build up that it was for that reason.
2: And
1: the day after Nipsi also got killed, um you know, I kinda went against God on uh I was supposed to be doing. And
2: I died again that day. oh and wow. He again, and he told me, he's like, look bad. He said, you're playing around right now. You know what I'm saying? I done blessed you with everything that you said
1: you needed to go for your mission. I gave you I done you with everything you need for your calling. And you out here. You out here playing around. So, you might Wait. as well come home right now. I was like, nah, nah, nah. I'm not ready yet. He said, all right. So, he you got one last chance to get it right. Or else, you know, next time, that's it. Like, if you're not going to fulfill your purpose, I need you there. And he sent me back again. And, you know, that was about almost two years ago. No, about three years ago. So... Ever since then, you know, I've just been trying to manifest, you know, what I believe is my, my purpose here. And I don't know how much longer I got left to do it. Well,
2: right. Like, I'm
1: just pursuing it for now, you know what I mean? But I definitely do believe in a higher power. I do believe in the spiritual realm. I do believe in angels versus demons, you know. It's like, it's pretty wicked. I mean, like, I've seen a lot. I've been through a lot. And, right. and, you know, these are just some of the experiences that I've had, you know.
0: Right. So um, <clears throat> you know how um everybody's trying to go to SpaceX and you know trying to go to Mars. Right. Do you believe that there are, are higher um not higher um do you feel like there's other beings on other planets or it could be a possibility? No, I
1: definitely believe it, and I believe that they know it. Right. And Darwin knows it. They're just not going to ever admit that to the general public because, you know, I'm saying for one, like the main agenda of the government is to keep the, is to keep the population right, under control, right. and keep them you know, at ease. Right? right. So they don't want to send everybody into a panic or, you know, if you announce some news like that and people go crazy and then, you know, you got all this stuff happening. So they figure just, you know, just keep it to ourselves. keep it pretty elite. You know, only the one percent of the world needs to know about this. But do I believe that? Yes, I mean, at the end of the day I think it'll be pretty ignorant for us as human beings to think that, you know, it's such a vast universe, such a you know, diverse world, do you really think that we're gonna be the only
2: beings, the only species, the only living, intelligent, you know, race? Right, sounds
0: a little diverse. selfish. <clears throat>
1: yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? Like, and plus, you know, what people didn't realize, too, I don't think that a lot of people really paid attention to it. Did you know that they, like, actually announced it like two and a half years ago on the news? NASA announced that aliens do exist.
2: Right. Like they show, show <clears throat> the UFO moving of um, you know, the UFO being tracked by the on the army's um, radar or whatever, it was going like so fast, that they
1: can't keep up with it. And then right. people were asking, they were like, What is that? What is that? You know what I mean? That's something I've never seen before. Like, Is that a special aircraft? Is that military? They're like, Nah, it's not part of our military. And so people said, well, What's up? What is it? And they right. said, yeah, they they had no other answer. They were like, Yeah, it's it's it's, it's artificial intelligence. It's, um, you know, extraterrestrial. And everybody just let it pass. Like, they just didn't even like. Nobody,
2: they just fucked it right under the rug. Like, they
1: admitted it, and they kept it moving forward. They were like, yeah, aliens exist, and the weather today is going to be
0: 35 degrees. You know what I mean? Right, like, they're so like, nonchalant oh, about it. About it. <laughs> right. Right. And that's why everybody's, like, not really thinking too much about it.
2: Yeah, and people are, like, you know, they hear it, and they're just like, yeah,
1: aight, whatever. Like, to be honest... People in this day and age nowadays, they, they don't really
2: want to know the truth.
1: They don't really want to be told. like, just give me my smartphone. Let me play my, you know what I'm saying, my kid, they Rush, and... <laughs>
2: you
1: know, me, my name, I and watch my Netflix, and I'm a happy person. You understand? Know don't tell me what's going on. I don't care. I'm gonna stay home. I'll keep my mask on, I'll be a good person. You know, that's it. That like, right. You no, know, somebody like me, see, yeah, I'm like the opposite of Like, now you're going to kill me because I'm a rebel. Like, I want to know what y'all are going on. Why y'all trying to get me back in this
2: house? Like, right. You understand? Know
0: Shit's crazy. Well, I, I, I am so happy that you came on the show. I really do appreciate it.
1: No, I'm honored for you to have me. I mean, this was like, you made my night, and
2: uh, I'm, I'm happy
1: to be here with you, and I support you. You know, I just want to tell you, I told you before, but for you to know, for the record, for the people to know, like, yo, first and foremost, this is Fifth bag and we co <laughs> <laughs> show 100% support like you know anything I could do to help you in any way let me know I got you back fully I mean I believe in you I think you have raw talent and I I appreciate the way you carry yourself in this industry like you have a very big. Very far I mean, I can see. Like you talk about where I'm going to be five years, I mean, I want to see where you
0: Thank you so much, that, that, that was some really dope, encouraging words, man. It's, I do it because of y'all, man
1: you got a fire. I know I always joke with you, I say that like, riot with the fire,
2: but (laughs) the
1: reason why I say that, I really mean it because you have like, you have a fire burning inside you that is just so beautiful to watch and to I mean, I don't always like hit you up, I don't always, you know what I'm saying, bother you, but I'm seeing you're and like, yeah, I'm so proud of you because, you know, you're bringing something to the game, you're bringing something to the table that, a lot of people are lacking right now. Like we talk about consistency, like, we talk about that you know not being lazy, that working, that you know everything that you talk about during this during this episode. Like you offer that to the table, and I just love it. Like I, I had it on to you, and right? I just wanted to see you going because witnessing here, your journey is like it's really so inspiring.
0: Thank you so and much.
1: You're yeah, yeah, helping so many people out there. So. That's
0: Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. Do you have any special shout-outs?
1: Um, I mean, I just want to give a shout-out to, you know, to you, first and foremost, Y-X, you know, um, shout-out to Voice You, Sage McKenzie, DJ Kells, Tim Reed over there at Studio 5, shout-out to Free Royale, Ms BK, Lassie, Lassie, xj and my entire piff family like from the to the supporters to my all of y'all so much and we couldn't be here without you guys so you know thank you to everybody who showed
2: us how to support the movement we want to know how we keep growing to great
0: thank you so much piff man it, it was wonderful to have you on the show and thank you for those encouraging words and uh, if it ain't for y'all, wouldn't be doing this shit. Real shit. No doubt, man. Hey, we just want to teach you all the
1: same. We all
0: here. We gonna get
1: more
0: done together than we both divided. You know what I mean? Yeah. Real shit. And it's your girl, DJ Ryan X. Now, what would you say? I was gonna
1: say, don't give up. And if you ever get discouraged, so I can get you back at
0: your, get you back your shit. thank you so much my guy that that means a whole lot no well it's your girl DJ Raya X and I had Piff Mags and um, I'll catch y'all motherfuckers later
2: yeah Yo my struggle, but you here, rather man. see me torn. Stuck between Fall thoughts away. and wondering where to go. Thinking about my future and wondering about my goals. Cause I don't know what we see after we lay in the hole. But all I